Antisocial Show. Hey, Skull Dingers. Dino is usually here first, but today is a first because I'm here first. God damn it. And now I can just, I can say, do, and be whatever I want. I'm not under Dino's fucking constrictions. He just, you know, he, he holds me down. I'm under his thumb. Like a fucking little ant trying desperately to push up. Get off me. Get off me. Like a fucking little ant trying desperately to push up. You know what I'm going to say to Dino when he gets here? If he has any problem with me starting the show alone, which he does all the time. I'm going to say, Cash me outside. How about that? 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 Catch 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 me outside. How about that? have a better understanding. Okay, so what I did is there's this podcast I really enjoy called Skull Juice, and it is Dino Stamatopoulos, okay. who used to write for Conan, and is an old-time, oh, like a, a friend, like 30-year friend of Andy Dix or something. Maybe 20 years. It's probably about 30 years, or longer. Anyway, uh, do you know who Andy Dick, who Andy Dick is? Uh, vaguely. He's a, a performer, comedian, uh, performance artist, a musician, all-around uh, wacky man, uh, Oh, nice. And uh, at any rate, he was in the studio waiting for, yeah, on episode 22 of Skull Juice, he was waiting for Dino to show up. Dino would, at that point, at episode 22's point, would usually start the show with a song on his guitar, you know, one he'd been working on, because Dino's a musician, a a, a late-in-life rock star, basically. (laughs) Anyway, so I just, uh, you know, I heard Andy 
start do this improv, right? And I didn't understand what it what it was, the Kashmir Sai Habada thing. Have you do you know what this is? Like have you heard of it well, before? Yes. I'm I'm familiar with the person who originated that that statement was that little 14-year-old girl on uh, Dr. Phil who basically beat up her mom and became famous. And the reason why I'm glad that this got brought up and I'm glad that you dropped it on there was because tonight, and I'll I'll go into detail when we bring our guests back on in a second, um, there's actually a a wonderful coincidence between – that audio that you put on our on our uh, iTunes, uh, you know, basically you put on our, our show, our where, where our show is mainly. It's, and, it's in my RSS feed. Yes, yeah. and listening to uh, earlier, I was listening to Hollywood Babylon. So there's going to be a connection. So let me bring the guest back on, and then I will we'll get into it. Okay. Okay. So we are attempting to add our guest back. Hello. Oh, there you are. Oh, hello. Yeah. Well, everyone, our guest has been brought back. Our super, our super fan, Dynasty. Hey. Hello. Nice to nice to meet you. Yes, nice to meet you as well. Formally. Two Californians and one New Jersey, and I, I feel so left out of the group right now. Oh, yeah. yeah, that tends to happen. Oh well. I, yeah, they're they're the cool ones right now. Who who Californians are we? With the, the, yeah, you both are. Oh, okay. Well, I'm a you know I'm a re uh, a repatriate. I don't know. I uh, I left for a few years, but I came back. I was born born and raised here, as it were. But but you're from Northern Cali, right? Oh yes, well well north, like like um, proposed area, state of Jefferson area. <laughs> uh, and they both got the the accents to boot to prove it. And I'm the only one that does you know that has. Well, I guess in this case. Those two talking to each other wouldn't have an accent. I'm the one that has the accent right now. Well, not right. Oh, is it? Do we sound, right. do we exactly. sound like each other, Dynasty? Or may I call you Dynasty? Or do you prefer, a, do you prefer being... A, yes, yes, yes. How, how do you prefer being no, a Dynasty? No, Dynasty is fine. Okay. Uh, do we uh, you can call me Dynasty. Thank you. And you can call me Tyson, or you can call me... Uh, you can call me Ray, or you can call me Jay. But you doesn't have to call me... Uh, sorry, that's a, a really old reference. Or you can call me... <laughs> hmm? I admit you dropped out a little bit there, Hunter. Please repeat what you said. Right, we'll call you, we'll call you Ty, like you know, like oh. Ty Saner, baseball player. Oh, like Ty Cobb. Oh, wonderful! That's the association I want with my personality. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, for people who don't know who Ty Cobb is, Ty Cobb, I, is? Ty Cobb was like this racist red baseball player that that was so god awful. I, I still haven't In fact, seen... Tommy Lee Jones plays a very good uh, Ty Cobb. Mm-hmm. See, I haven't seen the movie uh, yet, but I did see uh, him at the Oscars post-filming the film. I think he had uh, shaved his head for the part, so and I think he still had the this area gone when he was accepting his award for. Like, this could be the next year because this is all. This is like twenty years ago, but he won Best Supporting Actor for The Fugitive. So. So I do remember seeing him at with uh, with his hair. He could have also been his hair around the time of JFK because he was Tommy Lee Jones was being put in everything in the early '90s and then up to up to now. Really, he just had like a resurgence of popularity. Um, I, I mean, I, I had to actually go back and find older films with Tommy Lee Jones in them. Uh, like uh, uh, what was one? I, Eyes of Laura Mars was a pretty good one. Uh, Faye Dunaway, creepy film. Renee Abergenois. 
and um, of course, uh, Coal Miner's Daughter, which I only just saw, I think, yeah, last year or the year before last. Uh, Ty Cobb. Tommy Lee Jones is a good actor, but I, I only question <laughs> I only question one of his performances, and unfortunately, it's Two Face. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, reportedly he didn't get along well with uh, Jim Carrey at some point during the filming of that movie. Um, he's quoted as saying something to Jim Carrey like, "I cannot abide your clowning" or something to that nature. It's pretty funny. I mean, <laughs> oh, it was. That's. I think that's why uh, Jim Carrey tried to outperform him when they had the scenes together for that reason. Yeah, that was. A, it was. A, that was definitely Jim Carrey on eleven. Um, did, speaking of Jim Carrey, uh, did you ever see Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? I did not. Was it good? I I did. Ah, and what did you think of it? <clears throat> I liked it because it. Well, I, I tend to like dark and twisty stuff so but i i feel like he's really suited for he can do either drama you know i'm one of those yeah i i feel like he can do drama and he does it very well i agree with you same, I agree. Thing, same thing with like man on the moon you know i feel like he did like that was phenomenal movie. yeah man on the moon i, just, I mean oh god you know when, when it comes to okay when it comes to actors who do comedy like the majority of like their careers like take robin williams for example okay the the man was a genius when it comes when it came to like comedy you can't you can't match his well i guess you can certain actors can but it's very hard to match his level that he was on as, as a as a performer as an actor when it comes to comedies but when they step outside of their so-called comfort zone and they get into like roles that they normally wouldn't go into, now you're seeing how well of an actor they really are. For example, uh, when it comes to Robin Williams, he did Jacob the Liar, which was a, a, a drama film. Very that was uh, in a concentration camp and he had convinced people he had a radio and he was making up all these stories about how they were going to be saved. Oh. Yes. Well, it was just it's on the recording over at this end, it was coming through very speak and spell. Like it was, it was, oh. he was doing that. Was anybody else hearing that? No. Okay. You'll, no. you'll, you'll get to hear it on the recording. <laughs> okay. So let me repeat it then. What I was trying to say was that, it was very, it's very hard to match the the level that Robin Williams was on as a as an actor, especially when it comes to comedy, because no matter what your taste is, you know you can always uh, appreciate a Robin Williams film and find it funny if you like comedies. But when an actor does one genre solely, and then you finally get to see them go into another genre and do it very well. That's when you can tell, like he, you know, they're a really good, phenomenal actor. Like, take for example, uh, Jacob the Liar, for example, where he was a a Jewish man in a concentration camp and convinced the other the other you know Jewish people that he had a a radio and he's making up all these stories that they're going to be rescued and you know help was on the way and all that other stuff. Interesting. And then. We see him in insomnia and one-hour uh, photo finishing, and he was a complete psycho. You know, same thing mm-hmm. with Jim Carrey. We got we got a, a taste of you know him being a psycho in Cable uh, Cable Guy, and then we saw what was it, number thirteen or something like that? Is that the name of the movie? Number twenty-three. Number 
Number 23, there you go. And I have it on the shelf. So we saw a different side of Jim Carrey that, you know, wasn't his wacky, zany, you know, comedic self. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But now that we've gone off, ladies and gentlemen, now that we've gone off like a complete uh, tangent, let me try to bring it back to what we're talking about. So Tyson was talking about uh, Cash Me Outside, the clip that he uh, put up on our uh, our main site, our home, so to speak, one of our homes because we have three of them now. So, Well, it's my SoundCloud. So yeah, everything, yeah, SoundCloud. yeah, so everything I update, everything I upload to SoundCloud, uh, as far as the show goes, will show up in, apparently will show up in on, on Stitcher and uh iTunes and Podbay. Uh, I was not sure that it would right. do that, but apparently, so yeah, this one ended up there. Even though it's got its own logo uh, on my SoundCloud page, which but I thought I, I thought it was a cool idea. And remember, before we brought Dynasty on, we were talking about I, I had this like connection that I was going to make to you about that. Yes. So earlier tonight or yesterday, now for me because it's officially Monday, I was listening to Hollywood Babylon, and they were talking about the Cash Me Outside girl. Really, Danielle Brigoli. Yeah, they're they're talking about her because apparently she's going to be doing live shows and she's going to be getting paid fifty thousand dollars for each show if it manages to, you know, be successful. And you know what? And and this and, and I see Tyson banging his head against his microphone because he has a headache now and he's shaking his head. Um, you, you know what really just upsets me about this whole thing about where and well that we our to- times. Like, could could it be that it seems that we're re, re, we're rewarding bad behavior? Exactly. Well, not only that, but this is what really pisses me off is that you and I and, and every other podcaster under the sun goes to great lengths to entertain our you know our audience, and we work hard on the show, and we okay yeah. and put a little effort. Yeah, in and sorry. Yeah. I mean, you know, the editing, the promotion. I mean, we, we put a lot behind these things. It's not just a matter of just, you know, going on Facebook and, and uploading a picture saying, hey, look at me. I'm famous now. No, it's it's not about that. But this little okay, that was that's very disrespectful, beat up her mom, said, yeah. cash me outside. How about that? And about is that? now famous. It's kind of like Chewbacca's mom, for example. It's like we're rewarding people for the dumbest shit. And and just making them famous. Don't get me wrong. The Chewbacca mom was funny for all of like five minutes. Oh, the Chewbacca mom. Yeah, I liked her. I thought that I liked the Chewbacca mom. Yeah, I liked her. Um, Yeah, you both laughed your asses off. So did I. I laughed my ass off for like five minutes. But that's but that's the whole thing, though. I mean, you and I could be doing this for the next, you know, hopefully twenty years, thirty years, or something like that, and. We'd be recognized, you know, in the podcast world and, and maybe to a lot of people. But, you know, this little has got like millions of fan bases and making $50,000. And she's a high school dropout. It, is, she, is she a high school dropout? I, I think she is. I, I think she's also illiterate, I heard. She's being homeschooled. Well, it, I don't know. Um, uh, uh, Dynasty, do you have any uh, – do you have a take on this situation? Well, um, stupid cells, and that's always going to be the way that the world works. People <sighs> don't want smart; they want stupid. And uh, the, she's barking up right at that alley. All those millennials that are really into her, the ones that are pumping out those memes, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's that's what they want. And sad to say. I've had many discussions with my younger nieces and nephews about, like, you know, your generation is going to be taking care of mine, and I don't like it. 
<laughs> you know, that's exactly because we're we're Gen Xers. At least you know we're on the we're on the back tail of it. Although the baby right. boomers would argue that you know we're in fact millennials, and we're really not. Well, so the baby boomers. The, the baby boomers are complaining that, you know, they're asking us the same thing, like, oh, you're going to be taking care of us when we get older? And really, we're asking the same thing in the millennials, but in our case, it's a legitimate question because most millennials are dumber than a box of rocks. I mean, I, they have I, no I, clue I, how to function. I, I don't, I don't let, know. Let's, let, let's think about uh, Go ahead. No, well, I mean, think about it. I'm, I'm not saying all millennials. I know some very exceptionally bright millennials that, you know, go to school, they're, they're working hard, and they want to become something. So it's it's not really every single millennium, millennial. It, it's the, the majority of the millennials that get their news from Facebook. They think it's like legit things. They, they can't pull themselves away from your phone. I get it. The phone's fun. It's addictive or whatever. But you have to learn at times to put it down. And engage people and talk to people. I mean, obviously, this is the anti-social show, but you still have to have social skills. I mean, if you have no social skills, then you're fucked. You could be anti-social all you want, and really, we are, but... I mean, once in a while, you have to engage people and learn how to speak and speak well. When you start speaking shit like, you know, cash, cash me outside, how about that? That's not proper English. I don't know what the fuck that is. That's lazy. Um, by the way, Dynasty, can you see us? Um, I can see you. Me? You, you can see me in the orange shirt? Yeah, I can, yeah, okay. I can see you. I, you see, Hunter's right above me, but uh, in, in where I am. But am I just like full You're screen on your thing? Oh, okay. That's interesting. So... Well, he's he's now booging. I'm sorry. So, uh, yes, do you sound like you had something to say about the? Uh, you were continuing to say something about the the situation with the with the with Daniel Bergoli. So, oh, me or Dynasty? Dynasty. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, Dynasty. What were saying? I I lost my I lost my train of thought. It's okay. We're talking about millennials not being able to put their phone down oh, and you bad. know being able to engage. Um, oh yes. I already need them to take care of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. They're not going to take care of us. We're screwed. <laughs> I mean, I think that's maybe what the last, the last generation said. So, I mean, I, honestly, my, 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 if you want my, my opinion as to what I think is going on is, um, if you want it, I think much like when we were younger, we developed our own system uh, among the age group of young people, our system of communication we made all our social ties in grade schools or various social situations. We developed new slang. We did all the things that the young people are doing now. And and it's just a cycle to me. It's just learning a new... It's it's being able to roll with the times and interpret with the new languages. I agree that Kashmiasa, how about that, is not, you know, maybe... It's not... I mean, it's kind of... It's sort of funny and until it becomes abusive and it's, uh, this is coming from an abusive person a person who apparently does not know the correct way to behave and is as they say on Dr. Phil out of control but uh, exactly. how did this happen and it's really kind of like maybe it's it, it, maybe it's going to be an effective warning to other parents to be like hey um, you know communicate with your kids or whatever the hell it is that this that, that went wrong you know try and make an extra effort or else this will you know we've got this one example of and then but, but to reward that behavior is um 
it's uh, it's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Disheartening. Yeah, that's a pretty good. One. I don't know. It's it's well, it's, yeah, it is because unless you know she's she's basically unless she's donating to charity because she's secretly a good person, then you know. But also, she's 14. You know, right? So I mean, she's got time to like straighten out, and she's had barely any time to be to figure out you know what what uh, what the world is. You know, it, it's her priorities radically changed somewhere between six, you know, five to six years ago, just as a human being, based on how biology functions, you know, like we did when we went from nine years old to to 13 years old. There's, you know what I mean? Our focus well, tends yeah, to yeah, shift. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with you. You know, she's only 14, so there is time to straighten out and become a decent person. But he, here's the problem. I don't think she's going to. Why? Because, for example, the American public, and not all of us, but the ones that like her are giving her, are feeding that negative attention to her. So, of course, she's going to act how she's going to act because people are giving her attention. Now, if everyone just said, fuck you, we don't care about you, then maybe if she fell on her ass, then maybe she should you know, take that opportunity to, to change it all around. And this way, you know, she wouldn't have to be on Dr. Phil who beat her mom up. Dr. Phil beat her mom up? No, 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 no. She beat her mom up. Yeah, yeah, uh, sorry. I was, yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe Dr. Phil did beat her mom up, you know, because, you know, basically the mom just stepped in and said, listen, I'm your parent and I'm going to smack you around until you get it straight. Okay, okay so I'm going to hit See, and you. That's, and that's, uh, yeah. that's another thing I never got with that is um, – how do you have the balls to approach your parent and be like, I'm going to hit you? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, that's that's possible. And, and the thing is, is too, I, I feel like um, as the generations, you know, go, each one wants to leave something that they never had for the other. <clears throat> so right now where we are with, you know, um, the millennials, uh, I'm not saying all, but I, a great majority of them, they've, you know, they're entitled. They believe, they have literally the world at their fingertips. They can get any information that they want at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. they, it's just there's no, there's no social skills. They don't know how to communicate with one another. They, it's, 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 it's scary in the sense of, um, like, what are you doing? Why can't you just look somebody in the eye? I mean, when you're talking to them, why do you? It's just, it's just, it's, it's bizarre to me. You know, why don't you have respect? Why don't you? Why don't you? T- why do? You, why, why aren't you being parented? Pretty much. It it is puzzling. Well, right, people are struggling. So basically, you know, they're working more jobs. They're not staying home with their kids. I mean. It takes two people now in a household <clears throat> to run a household, and that means two people working, unless you're you know, married to a doctor or something like that or a lawyer, then you have to worry about it. But for the rest of us, th- these are the struggles, and they're, you're right. They're not parenting, and I don't think it's going to change really unless we take away their privileges. You know, I mean their privileges is they, they have cell phones and iPads. And, and Xboxes, and you know, we had we didn't, we didn't have cell phones or nothing like that when we were kids. But you know, we went outside and we engaged people. We didn't have like technology 
right. out the ass like these kids do. Right. Yes, Tyson? I was just going to bring up, I can think of one technology uh, that significantly changed the world from, I think it was the late 70s or early 80s, that, that I mean, literally changed uh, the economy. But I'll bring it up um, after you're done with your, I didn't, I just was like, oh, yeah, this is something that, so go ahead. Okay. So they became spoiled. And, okay, we all went to school, you know, whatever. And we all knew that one guy who was a bully or a bunch of kids that were bullies. And so they would bully kids. And then, you know, obviously the kids would go home and they'd be safe for a while. Bullying is wrong, of course. But now we have social media. So the bullies can can bully the kids on social media. So, I mean, maybe kids shouldn't be allowed on Facebook. Or maybe the parents should, like, step in and really say, well, who are your friends on Facebook? And really see who the friends are and, and you know, engage the child. Well, they can try. But, I mean, kids... Form secret societies really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they literally have they have their own functional societal group apart from apart from their their parents' generation. I like I literally you know they form their own communication system, not unlike uh, convicts. Really, <laughs> I mean, like Cockney rhyming slang is is a you know a surreptitious a form of communication based on uh, uh, words like across uh, the road. They say the frog and toad. You know, uh, jockey whips is chips, and chips are, I guess, fries. But like, but it's it's his way of like talking around. So like, when the guards would come around, they would just hear a bunch of nonsense. But it was the you know basically, uh, you know, is in plain sight that uh, in plain sight, ear sight, whatever that is. Um, there's no ear sight word, is there? Anyway, um, so like, I'm not really sure. I'm not arguing against what you're saying. I'm just kind of adding to it. I guess I I I don't think I'm arguing against it. Um, no, 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 you're, you're adding to it. I get, you know, but <clears throat> you're right. They've, they've formed their own, their own society basically. And, but yeah, but the difference is their society involves social media. It involves texting and shit like that. I mean, nowadays it's like, you're not my friend anymore. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to unfriend you on Facebook. Like That's going to hurt my feelings, you know? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> No, sorry. The, the thing with that, Hunter, is <clears throat> to you, to me, to Tyson, okay. But to these other ones, that's like a big deal. Like once you get booted off somebody's, you know, Facebook friend, it's just like that's like devastating. And, that's and you know, sad. not to make light of it, but I mean, that sometimes that makes people spiral out of control. I'm sure it does, but it's still it's 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 <clears throat> if your whole life is on Facebook and you and somebody, you know, maybe you just became friends with like a month or something like that. And you guys get into like a, you know, you, you post something or whatever or they post something and you put a negative comment or something they uh, perceive to be negative And they're like. Well, you're not my friend anymore. I'm going to unfriend you. And they unfriend you. And, and if you are that upset, then you, you got a problem. <laughs> well, that's the, I mean, yes, but that is, that is the luxury of, of time and perspective that young people have not, that don't have yet, you know. And it's so being able to cheer up, uh, you know, just within the first 22 years of existence is, is chemically almost impossible. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. It's it's it just has to do with the way humans develop and the, how their brains develop. It so it's like uh, it, there's you know you're not wrong, but it takes time and perspective to become the person that 
can understand why their behavior is counterproductive or destructive or you know any of these things. Um, and as far as technology, I should say, there was something, uh, it was either late 70s or early 80s, that before this thing was invented uh, and became put everywhere, you know, the way we dealt with our money was very different. Like you had to go to the bank, you had a certain days of the week you could do this, you had to basically get enough money for the weekend, because if you were out by Sunday, you didn't go anywhere or spend anything if you didn't have it. And what it was is the ATM. Now you have access to your money 24-7. So you spend it differently because you're not planning for it the same. Now, has it doomed society? Mm, probably not, but it's significantly changed the way we deal with our own money and our own finances, just because we have access to it. And yet there's still people who are able to you know, do the old structure and not spend all their money. They're able to, to budget but given, but, given, but but the access is there now to just be be able to you, you have access to your money whenever you want, so it's like it's, right. it's freedom, but there's a cost that you know at, of uh, potentially you spend it. yeah, which is your right to do so. But you know when you couldn't, when you had to plan for your money because there was a day of the week that you absolutely couldn't get it. I'm just you know. No, I can get my money anytime I want. Yeah. Yeah. But you couldn't at one point in time, you know? Like, well, I guess you right. couldn't if you had a... I mean, of course, we're, you're six years earlier than me, so when I got my first ATM card, my first bank account, uh, it was, you know, when you do the junior account or something when you're really young, you start a savings account, basically. So I'm thinking, I don't know, it was like 13, 13 to 16. So it was definitely before 16, but after 12, so somewhere in there. And then, uh, yeah, so... That's, you know, it was like, oh, what's this ATM card? And, you know, I, I didn't have really access to ATMs because there were only a few of them in certain parts of, of Arcata. Uh, there's one at the Jacoby Storehouse, or at least there used to be one. Uh, and people from this area will know what that is. But that was, you know, I was, there wasn't one at my preschool, or preschool, my uh, grade school. There wasn't one at my preschool either. And, you know, now they're, they're in a few more places. Uh, but but do, you, do you understand what I'm, you know... Uh, do, you, do you know what I mean, though, I guess, is that... Uh, yes. So it's like, you know, it, it sort of has yeah. a couple different effects. There are some great be- benefits to having the type of technology we have. Um, I don't know that it's going to be that detrimental to society if if uh, people have, uh, are... <sighs> oh, it's hard to say. The, the, there's also... Um, Spectrum disorders, I guess you could say, to contend with it, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a larger, like uh, people, people who listen to this program will, will, will uh, know that I've mentioned spectrum disorders before, and that I, I currently still have uh, a book by Temple Grandin, one of the uh, most uh, foremost um, autism awareness uh, persons in uh, the, I guess, in the United States, maybe, uh, maybe the world. I don't know. I don't know if it's a world conference. I haven't done that much research. But, um, but it's, uh, you know, there is, there's a lot of room on that spectrum and there are a lot of people who, um, have trouble in society and communicating. I mean, I could be one of them. It's still hard to say, you know, it's, I, I, I definitely have had trouble communicating in the past in my life to some, to a great degree. Um, I still do <laughs> at times. Um, and that, that in itself can be a, uh, a, but I mean, I still try to. I still manage to, and this just sounds like a like a humble brag, but it's not. I, just, I, I my goal is to be polite and affable, and right. you know, not uh, and not to 
make another person come away feeling terrible about themselves or anything else. You know, that's just not my, it's not the way I approach life. Now, how did that happen? Right. Mm-hmm. Beats the fuck out of me. <clears throat> <laughs> well, no, I mean there there are okay. there are there are people who who I had technology is my point. We had computers. Have a true condition, right? That I mean, there are people that have a true condition to where they have anxiety to where they can't interact with people, but they they do the best of their ability. But what I'm saying is is when I say interact with people, I'm saying when you go out to dinner with somebody. You put the phone down and you engage the, the, the person or the, the people that you're with instead of just all like head down, looking in your phone, not communicating is what I'm saying. Okay. And technology right. is a wonderful thing, um, especially with social media because it, it, it allowed you to meet people, let's say, in different places of, your, of the country or the world that you wouldn't have met otherwise. You know, Because how many people are going to let – let's say you have like two friends in, in the UK, right? I mean, unless you have the money to do it, you're, you're never going to meet those two people otherwise. It's not like you're going to hop a plane one day and fly over there and meet those two people. No, you met them on social media, and maybe one day you may plan to fly out there to meet them in person if you've been friends for a long time. But that's the that's the benefit of having you know a social media platform is that you meet wonderful people, hopefully, and you become really good friends. But people take the social media thing and the technology and they, they just misuse it. People get lost in, in social media, for example, internet trolls. They, they spend their entire time just you know going from different pages and looking at comments and that means they don't get out of the house. <clears throat> um, oh. So... Um, uh, I imagine was there already an introductory segment that I wasn't here for uh, because of my uh, connection requirements and whatnot. I mean, uh, did we did we uh, did we uh, introduce yes. our guest and get a back any backstory on 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 her on you? Did we? I wasn't uh, here. Yes, so. I, I I did introduce our guest, but in case I didn't, though, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, we have officially started the show. I guess um, I'm Hunter Block. Oh, and I'm Tyson Sainer. Right, and this is the anti-social show. In case I didn't do it, but I think I did, so we'll do it again. Not a big deal. Uh, this is Dynasty, our super fan who's listened to like every single episode. Thank you very much for that. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And we uh, actually, Tyson, uh, Dynasty was talking uh, about how uh, up until she listened to us, she was not a big uh, podcast fan. So we were able to turn her around on that. Really? How did you? Uh... Yes. That's that's great to hear. How did you come? How did you? How were you? How did you come across the show? Okay. Um, well, I've known Hunter for a while, so he he you know he's like hey listen to the show and it's like okay yeah sure, but <laughs> eventually eventually I did and I was like okay you know I can deal with it. What kept me with it is the fact of. Uh, I guess the stories that you guys use, I can relate to everything, every con, uh, every topic that's broached. Uh, it's like, hey, like I feel like I'm in, I'm being included in the conversation that like I know about. So, oh, that's cool. It's you know that essentially that's what it is. But um, yeah, so like he said, I've never been a fan of podcasts. I mean. Um, I'm going to put my brother on blast. He has one, and I told him that it really sucks. 
And, um, you know, so what I'm saying, you know, it's good. It's good because I, I can't lie for crap. Oh, um, well, thank you. And there's no there's no point to. So that is the highest respect I can give you is that thank you for not being crap. Oh well, thank and you. thank I, you. I would just I really appreciate that you listen and that you uh, 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 and that I can uh, I, I've I've actually seen uh, on my uh, on my SoundCloud uh, you have a SoundCloud account. So uh, yeah, you're I I, mm-hmm. I I don't I haven't been noticing if you've been going straight through them or, you know, in what order necessarily. Uh, but I have seen that you've been listening very consistently and I appreciate that. Um, did you, did, I appreciate anybody listening, but it's great that, um, I'm, I'm trying to continue saying thank you in multiple different ways. It's the <laughs> <laughs> thing about awkward communication is, yeah, as I said, but, um, speaking of SoundCloud, hmm. uh, dear listeners, um, well, you can be. Uh, you also can be a. Uh, as I like to say, as our catchphrase around this show is, uh, "All hail the uh, anti-social party." You too can be a party member. Now, when I say be a party member, I don't mean you know part of the socialist party. I don't mean part of the communist party. I don't mean the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. I mean the anti-social party. How can you join? Very simple. You can go to iTunes, subscribe. Give us a couple of stars. Give us a good review. That's for you, iTunes lover. Now, for you droid heads like Dynasty, you can hop over to uh, Stitcher.com, and you can uh, add us to your favorite list. And you can also write uh, uh, comments and stuff for each uh, each and every episode. Cool. So uh, drop us a line. And, uh, you know, so anyway, getting back to what we were talking about. Uh, the millennials, that right? We're talking about millennials. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's oh. yeah. I guess we were <clears throat> talking about a nation dumbing down, and I have to apologize to the rest of the world for. I I, I don't know what happened to us, but uh, I guess we rotted somehow. I think we might have an. You know, we did something stupid. You know, we went to a uh, Almonds Brother concert and we dropped acid or something. I'm not sure. Did we? But I, the the country must have. I mean, oh. Oh, uh, yeah, rest in peace, Greg Allman, by the way. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the Allman brothers. Yeah, I think, he, I think didn't, 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 didn't one of them just die? The other one? Or? I yeah, think so. I think so. Yeah. Well, I know the, uh, the lead singer to Audio Slave died. The guy that uh, did uh, Soundgarden. Oh, yes, yeah. Right, oh, I think, didn't, didn't I say Cornell. rest? Yes, didn't I say yes. rest in peace, Chris Cornell, on this? No, it was on something I was recording earlier before I got on with you guys. We, I'll, I'll bring that up later. So yes, rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Holy crap! Yeah, I no, couldn't believe it. It's pretty. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just. I mean, it's we're losing a lot of musicians uh, this last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I it's probably we've probably consistently been losing music, blah blah blah, musicians. Um, certainly, I can recall quite a few that have passed. But the, you know it's it's depressing. Uh, I mean, it's, I'm sorry. I don't mean to bum everybody out. It's did any was anybody here an Alvin Brothers fan? Oh, I am. Okay, I am. It was a bum. Were you bummed out? By I love class? classic rock. You can't beat it. Oh yeah, yeah. I like I cross. I like yeah. classic rock as well. I guess it's considered. But um, it's probably oldies now. A lot of the stuff I like. I mean, good lord. The '80s are almost the oldies. Yeah. True. I guess we are the golden oldies now. 
You know what's funny too? Speaking of eighties, like I remember like the most like I, I remember like when Atari came out, right? Because <clears throat> I had one. Oh yeah, me too. And then mm-hmm. uh, of course the Nintendo came out and everyone's like, well that's more and it was more high tech than the Atari. But now now they have so many game accessories, including a gaming chair that does like virtually everything. And you can either buy like a high end gaming chair or, you know, a low end gaming chair. I have a low end gaming chair. Like my gaming chair really doesn't do shit. I mean it vibrates or does something, but I haven't really messed with it or anything. But hmm. that motherfucker was like thirty five dollars. Now, back in my childhood, a gaming chair was like whatever chair you found in the house or you sat your ass on the floor. And there was no saving the game. You took a break, you paused it. If you turned it off, you lost it. There, there was there was no saving shit. What was your what was your favorite video game back in the day? Oh, my, uh Super Mario Brothers. That's a good one. Uh, Dynasty, do you have a favorite video game? Oh, that's like asking me to pick a child. Well, you can. You know, also, we all have a favorite one. You could do a top five and no Yeah, we were talking order. about video games earlier, and Dynasty. Uh, Dynasty had told me and our audience that uh, when she was 19 years old, she was hardcore gaming a game, and she was about to beat it, but she had to go to work. So it was either finish the game and beat it for all the time she spent on it or go to work. So she decided to call up work and pretend like she was sick and then called out. Yes. And that was the most amazing decision. I do not regret it. (laughs) What was the game? Final Fantasy X. Oh, nice. I haven't played that one yet. Um, By the way, Dunstan, since you do love video games, uh, Tyson and his wonderful, awesome wife, uh, Laura, they have a, uh, a thing on YouTube. It's called Gaming Outside My Comfort Zone, where they sit down and they have a big old professional uh, green uh, green screen or green board, however you want to call that. Screen screen, yeah. And you can actually see the video game as it's being played. So she basically plays games outside her comfort zone. So that's, that's why it's called Outside My Comfort Zone. That's pretty neat. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. uh, we actually just started a, a new a spinoff series of mine that I'm going to be uh, supervising and editing. Uh, just recorded uh, some footage for for it. Uh, I played a game called The Binding of Isaac for the first time, and uh, uh, and so that will be coming. In fact, it might be. How's that? How how's the game? How's how? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Dynasty, have either of you heard? Have either of you heard of the Binding of Isaac, or played it, or seen it played just before? I, before I, you know, describe it or whatever. Was I, I can't really describe it too much. No, I've not heard of that one. Oh, okay. No. Well, it's um, it was so we'll just have to watch it when you upload it. It's a fun game. It is. It, I'll tell you. Okay. It is very dark. It has some controversial themes in it. It is. Uh, it is very nice. de- designed. Very simple. It's like it's 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 kind of Legend of Zelda style um, dungeon okay. exploring, but it, and it's also there's a little bit of twin stick shootering going on in it, uh, like mm-hmm. like Smash TV or Geometry Wars, except there's no diag- mm-hmm. there's no di- diagonal diagonale, and. Um, <laughs> The uh, let's see, and it's there's oh it's roguelike. Uh, there is permadeath, and it's also randomly generated, so no two games are ever the same. But it's like you basically wow. you go through. You have a projectile weapon that's your tears. You're like a you're a you're a child that's trying to escape 
his uh, who, mother who thinks has uh, got, been receiving messages from God to kill you, basically. Hmm. So your projectile is weapon that, is your is that, tears. Hmm? Is that on a console? Yeah, it is now. It started on PC, like on Steam, about 2011. I only just started hearing of this game in the last couple of months, and then I found out that they had a console version of it uh, on Xbox Live, so I was like... Ooh, if this doesn't go on special in the, in the next cycle or become a free game, because that can happen, uh, I'm, I'm going to buy it because I want to do a video. I was like, this will be the perfect one for my first video because uh, it's you know it's not too new, but it's really new to me, and it's you know it's a little twisted, and I like that. So yeah. I love twisted games. Like, don't start. Love twisted. <laughs> yeah, you told me about that. That's still on my list. I'm going to have to get that still. Oh, you haven't played? Okay, Dynasty. Have you played Don't Starve or see anything? I haven't. Okay. Have you seen, are you familiar? And with I'm going to be. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to be completely honest. Everything that's been that's come out since 2005, I've not really known about because okay. that's when life took over. <laughs> so, did you play Bioshock, which I think came out in around 2003 uh, well, I or did. four? I, I did play Bioshock. Yes, I did. Did you? But Good you, game, but, by the way. But have you not had the chance to do Bioshock Infinite because it came out so much later? I have not had the chance. It's worth it if you get a shot. But, yeah, I understand, you know, life is has a way of... Uh, life has a... Well, what was it that John Lennon said? Life is what happens to you when you're busy making other plans. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Um, anyway, so, uh, Dynasty, mm-hmm. your episode here will be uploaded after the one that we, we did last week where Tyson and I, uh, thanks, Stuart Buckland... Uh, Tyson and I decided to uh, discuss 14th century crop rotation, which of course led into why the toilet was named John. Oh, yeah. I, I remember that conversation we tried to have while the uh, internet was saying no, no. Yeah. Yeah, the internet was giving us a, a, a problem that particular. Oh, yeah. And I also, by the way, everybody, uh, this will of course be out, but the, the, the question still poses I, I asked you, um, what would you do if you had sex for the first time? Um, and your partner requested something very strange, like be, being a corpse or something like that, or, you know, maybe lasted two minutes and was done. And so that was the question that I posed to both men and women, of course. And uh, poor Tyson was trying to answer this last week, but thanks to the internet connection, it was kind of wonky. So I was I was posing the question and talking about it, and Tyson's like, I'm trying to answer and uh, <laughs> well, no, I felt was, bad for him because he couldn't answer the question because the, the, the signal was crap. Yeah, you couldn't hear me at all. It was like you would say something, no. and then I would be like, yeah, that's a da-da-da-da-da, and then you'd keep going. i go, oh, he hasn't heard me at all. And then i go, okay, well, I'll try and get him, you know, to uh, do or whatever we do to get, you know, try and get each other's attention, and just nothing was working. So, like, you, and you kept talking, kept soldiering on and being like, well, I'm, you know, going to, Fill up space here because this has got to, at some point, da, da, da. and you're doing great. You're doing really great. But but I was just like, he just, he really can't, he's hearing like maybe 25% or less of what, what I'm saying. So like, I'm trying to agree with him, but, but I'm not. And meanwhile, on my end, both sides are recording at least. No, no, no. Uh, what's coming through on my end is recording. And I'm certainly recording. So there's a lot more of me on my end than there would be on yours. This is going to be so not fun to edit. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know it'll be a challenge so whatever challenges don't have to be fun and also I think by definition they're not supposed to be <laughs> I else, mean mm. we we I mean 
we're a relatively new podcast. We're a relatively new show. We're just starting out. We're only in like 25 episodes, but I've been told by other podcasters that if you if you make it past 10, you know, you're doing phenomenal. If you have like five steady listeners or even 10, you know, you've made it as a podcaster because those are 10 people that are guaranteed to come back as long as you're producing uh, the show. You know what I'm saying? And and the thing about it is in, in this, I guess, particular form of entertainment, you know, if you have steady listeners, you know, you want to continue to record and, and, you know, get stuff up there. You don't want to make them wait like two weeks, three weeks, four weeks when they've made you like an intricate part of their life, like their daily routine. Like, OK, this week, you know, let's say Thursday, the antisocial shows up and, you know, whatever they're doing on their normal Thursday, they're also listening to you, whether that be driving, doing house chores, maybe mowing the grass or something like that. So that's why, you know, you, you want to upload as much as possible. And there's only really been a couple of times during this that our connection kind of sucked a little bit, and you can visibly hear it. And there's other times when the, the it, it's a very clear, you know, very strong connection, and it, it's it's crystal clean, you know. Um, like now, for example, it, it started off a little wonky when Tyson was trying to come on, but so far I've been un- been able to understand everything he's been saying. Oh. Yay. She's a crystal queen, got that agility. Dynamite and of course, you know, we haven't really had, I mean, we've had a guest on in between uh, Kat Sorens from Strange Times and, and Dynasty, of course, but that episode was Invisible Thumbs because we had a listener listen without really any type of participation. And now we wow. actually have another fan, well, super fan, that uh, that is on again tonight, <laughs> that, that is participating, so... Uh. Yes, thank you for, for your patience. I appreciate it, because this has not been an easy connection for, for us on our end to try and work out. So I, I, and it's not your fault at all. It's, you know, so I appreciate you putting up with our attempting to, to do this. Uh, oh, me? Yes, yes. Yeah, you. Oh. Yes, it was. Oh, me. yeah, no. This is, it's fine. Trust me. I'm, no worry. Um, Are you kidding me? She's excited. Just excited. She, this is like her first time being on a podcast. Oh well, cool. Yeah. Good. Uh, it's uh, hope, hopefully it's uh, you know we haven't been to uh, fill in the blank something negative for you. Uh, oh no, um, no. I do have a question though. Did you did you ever get uh, did you, have you had a chance in, in the listening? I don't know which ones which ones you've heard necessarily. Uh, uh, did you hear any of the ones where I did uh, name that tune? Yes. Did that did that work or or not? Um, uh, how do you feel as a listener? Because I'm open to feedback. <laughs> okay, the thing is, is all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, musically versed in all different types of genres, so oh. I was able to get it. Oh, good. Would you like to do? So, would you like to do a round of uh, of uh, name that tune now, or, or or in a bit? Sure, sure. That's to- all you because as many times as if I try to, to figure it out, and maybe it's because he's not like in my physical presence for me to, to pick it up, but my ears just doesn't connect. So well, also, I think just, I'm going to let – I'm whistling poorly and playing the guitar, and, and some of these songs are heavily right. synth. You know, and but, sometimes but Dynasty just- seems to get it. 
Well, that's you know, you know, it's hard to say who you know how, how <coughs> if you like music a lot, and it doesn't mean you don't. So it's like it, there has to be like a level of like bonding with the music that occurs where it's just like, well, I've heard that before, and then goes to I also know what that's called. It's just it's 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 a. Uh, it just sort of happens. You don't really practice it. Do you, you know what I mean? I mean, some people make a point of having, having to memorize stuff, but I mean, like in general, it just sort of absorbs. Would you say that's accurate or bullshit? Well, that's pretty accurate. Okay. So, do you have a favorite era? And I appreciate it. I mean, you don't you don't have to agree with me. So, I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you, you hear this bullshit, right? Everyone, <laughs> the, the Californians are agreeing with each other. They got each other's backs. I see. <laughs> okay. Uh, West Coast and East Coast, shit, right? In the, no, no, no. Because technically, there's a some unspoken uh, war between Northern California and Southern California. So, so wait, I mean, Tyson, you're north, right? Uh, somewhat, yeah. We're pretty north, yeah. We've got. And you're south, right? Yes, I'm south. Okay. Now, you, you know what? I, I call bullshit, Cali, because there might be a war between north and south. But when it comes to, like, you guys and talking to, like, you know, outsiders, you, you guys are, like, you know, you guys are all about it. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, Jersey's got to represent, though. You're, you're on to us. <laughs> I mean, we sent you Kevin Smith. I mean, you know, our gem, you know, because we're taking over the West Coast, baby. Yeah. Um, I'm looking up That's songs. That's the songs to try to um, Would you like to pick an era while I'm looking for songs and you guys are, uh, you know, carrying on? Uh, as you as you will want to do. Go ahead. Era. Yeah, eighties, like nineties. Because I mean, I can try with you know eighties, nineties, seventies. You know, maybe even sixties. Mm, I'm good with either. We can do nineties. Oh, okay. Well, I'll see if I can find some nineties stuff. Uh, so try with number one hits of the nineties. At the top of the <laughs> top of the hour. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a great Casey Kasem impression. I never have been. Um, let's see here. Um, okay, so anyway, p- keep going. I'll uh, I'll see if I can. Uh, oh, okay. Actually, I've already got a couple. That <laughs> if I can play these, might be fun. So there's this uh, site I go to. Uh, it's 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 Betty Lou dot dot com, and it has a bunch of approximations of of songs and uh they have chords they don't have the grid or anything it just has letters so if you know guitar chords thankfully there are any extraordinarily complex ones on here and they often excuse me will not be complete sometimes they'll be just wrong uh but for the most part a lot of these are good so uh i really have found it useful when attempting uh, to just be able to, it's not really sight reading. It is a form of sight reading. It's not like sight reading a piano where you go, oh, those notes mean my finger go here. It's not quite the same thing. At least it's not piano same. So I guess it is kind of the same, except it's not. Like Anybody else play the guitar, by the way, uh, in our group? Uh, Dynasty, do you play an instrument? Uh, <laughs> or at one? <laughs> I, can, I can play the clarinet. That's about it. Okay. Not me. Nice. I can't play your shit. Clarinet's cool. Yeah. Uh, Woody Allen can play the clarinet. Uh, do you did you did you do the classical or big band jazz or an, a third form of music? I can't think of at the moment. Uh, it was. Uh, I can do classical, but I did prefer jazz. Uh, did you ever have a chance to play Irving Berlin with the clarinet? No. Okay. What um, jazz um, uh, songs? Did you did you play with the clarinet that you might be able to, uh, or a song, a song? Uh, that you might oh my gosh! Oh. 
now you're asking me to remember too much. To... I don't. Yeah, it's been it's been a long time. That's that one's not gonna that one's not going to work. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes, it does look as stupid as it sounds. <laughs> it kind of just keeps going on like that. Um, Anybody at this stage? Not a good one to lead with, maybe perhaps, but anybody have a guess? So what is it's it? Familiar. It's familiar, but please continue. Okay, I mean, maybe I should move to scanning, or should I keep whistling, or is, is it fun whistling, or should I do humming now, or what, what, what would be good for y'all? I don't, I'm sure it's really... You can, you can do humming. Okay. <clears throat> okay, I'll go back to the course. really hard to <laughs> um, yeah oh, oh so let me go back to the uh, let's see the part that uh, this this is the verse part it goes <laughs> it's it uh, now this one's got okay um, I'm it's up here. It's like, ah, up there. Kind of buzzed, and it's all because this is how we do it. South Central does it like nobody does. This is how we do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, see? See how <laughs> that makes it? This is how we do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's a terrible rendition. That's, that's, that's kind of the fun of this for me is because it's not like, it's not necessarily how familiar you are with the song. It's how well I can get it, get it across through just, you know, poorly played guitar and a bit of whistling. That's all that's, you know. That's part of the fun for me. Let's see. Here's another one for the 90s. I, did, I hope I didn't cut anybody off. Was everybody finished uh, saying what they were going? Because let me know. I totally missed that whole thing of what you just said. Did I? What, what happened? Before I started playing the music, did I did I cut anybody off or not let anybody finish what they were going to say? Because I'm worried that I had done that. Uh, no. Okay. All right. So thank you. Uh, let's see here. Thank you. 
Now that one sounds really familiar. Mm-hmm. And then... I think I'm... I think it's been a while since I've heard this, too. That's part of the fun. You're the you're the musically uh, ch- uh, you know inclined one. So it's making me okay. feel horrible about my life. I know this. I know the song. It's the nineties, but I just can't. Yeah, it's okay. It's um. Would you, do you do you would you like me to tell you or Tantric? Did you have a guess? Yes. Uh, I do not have a guess because it's a it's a little song by Madonna called "Take a Bow." Okay, Madonna. Um, what is it called? It's called Take a Bow, and it was... Uh, you know, oh, you, oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, if anybody grew up watching MTV or music videos or saw them and, you know, if they were in the background of their life at any point, they would, might remember this song having the video that involved, I think, I believe, bullfighting. So there was like a matador mm, okay. kind of theme. Yes? Let's give her one last chance, one more song. I'm going to send you a title, okay? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Did you did you go to... Well, this is also provided that I can actually play this. So, yeah, that should be fun to see if, the, if I can do that. You only want to do one more? Okay. okay. So, Dynasty, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, okay. I don't know what I'm ready for, but I'm ready. You're, you're, we're going to give you one last song, and you have to guess this one correctly, okay? See, that would make a good song. And if play. I don't? No steaks. No steaks. You don't give me steaks. No, no, no. No steak for you. No, uh, it's... No, nothing. I'm still waiting for the... No okay, Tyson. PM sent. Is it? Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, so, yes. I, I see what you're saying there. Let me... Am I being sabotaged? No, certainly not. No, you should be able to. To I mean, <clears throat> this particular song, like everybody, like can just. It's one of those where you, you hear the beat. In my opinion, you, you just get it. So we're gonna give you one last chance to try to redeem yourself. <laughs> well, come on now. Come on now. <laughs> All right, it's here. Um, uh, in the right. Maybe I can whistle it to you. Did you? No, you can if you want. But uh, did you find the? Um, did you find the chords for it? Because I, I don't. Or did you just? Uh, I thought maybe you were looking at through the site and you had. Uh, Let me see if I can. Because that artist okay. is not coming up on this where they believe they should. So I'm going to have to look in a different area and see if they're in. Oh, you know what? They might be under this genre. 
that would be odd, but uh, it could happen. Certainly should be under under uh, the one I was looking under. You know, as you go to a video store and it's Let's like, see. oh, speaking Let's... of which, Sassy, do you remember video stores where they used to have VHS tapes? Yes. Um, did you ever find that there was... Uh, did I you, think did you... I might have found what you're looking for, Tyson. Okay, send me that and I will attempt to... Uh, did you ever... Um, did, you, did you notice how the films were usually put in different genres in video stores, sorted in a way, like, you know, there'd be the comedy shelf and the drama shelf, or there'd be a sticker or something right. that would indicate what the right. genre was. Did you ever find one and pick it up right. and go, this isn't a drama, or you go, this isn't a comedy, or, or this isn't a family yes. movie? Did you, so, like, what, for example, if you <laughs> think of one, did that happen? Oh, okay, there we go. It's okay. I can, I can cut out all the errors. No problem. No no pressure to, to you know come with the answer at all. At all. Yes. Okay. Nope. Not at all. You have a, a, a video. Uh, well, I could tell you one that I that I noticed at the video store once I'd actually seen the film. Um, it's a little film called Time After Time, directed by Nicholas Meyer. They just uh, made it. I think it's going to be a series now. Um, anybody familiar with this movie? No. It's it's um, Malcolm McDowell is H. G. Wells, and he pursues David Warner as Jack the Ripper across time. Well, that's pretty cool. It was put in the family film section. I still say the original Jack the Ripper was part of the royal family. Okay. I have no way to dispute that. That's just my theory. Yeah. Okay, so I've got the song up now. Let's see if I can do this. Okay. So, so can you? So, did you hear that clearly, Dynasty? I did not hear it clearly. Okay. Okay. I'll go back to the chorus real quick here. Because he tabs ultimate guitar, yeah, that's that's it's it's no, notorious for doing that. Cordy and AZ chords generally don't uh, have an add block happen uh, during this. But yeah, was, uh, so you get the idea. I think you might have known what that was. It sounded like um, it, hmm? there was a, there was a spark of familiar familiarity. 
would you like me? Uh, would you like me to reveal what it was, or would you like me to attempt to play more? Would you like to? Would you like to pick a different category, or? <laughs> There's no real rules to this. It's, it's, it's just kind of just messing around. What about you just just hum it? Okay, I'll see. Come on, that should be an easy one. Pepsi commercial. Uh, I know it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you know what it is. So you just don't know the That's fine. I know what it is. But you do recognize it. So I would take your word for it. All right. Because you almost had it. I heard you, I heard you do a little bit of it. Yeah, sorry, yes. Okay. Dynasty, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Hold on. Let me see if I can get it. Okay. Did you, did you get it that time? No. <laughs> I mean, I know it, but I'm not. It's not giving me the title mm-hmm. in my mind. Right, right. Hunter, would you like to reveal the title to our guest? Yes. <sighs> okay. So the the title of it was uh, like a uh, like a prayer by Madonna. If that's the what? But no. This, Sorry, I'm kidding. Is it like a little prayer by Madonna? Yeah. Okay. I like the prayer, yeah. Oh. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, yeah. maybe the dollar's not the best choice. Um, but it, you know, there are other. Oh, what is was your? What is among your favorite groups from the nineties? Because that uh, <laughs> that might help. Uh, uh, One of my favorite groups from the nineties. Yes, which I oh. I will attempt not to butcher too badly for this for you for this format. Oh man, I don't know. I have a top five. Well, they, they, they can be no particular order. They don't have to be, you know, like actual favorites. But among the top five, like or maybe the, among the top ten, among the top hundred, just any of the, you know, any who who did you listen to a lot? Or was Counting it? Crows. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, Counting Crows. Well, they pretty much got they pretty much got one song, don't they? I mean, they are great, but I mean, like mm. they have one that I like everybody's heard. I, my brother had it, I think, a Counting yeah. Crows CD, but I don't believe I did. So, um, so I don't even know if we uh, need to let's see what genre was that? Was that rock? Uh, alternative. Yeah, yeah, they really, yeah, they kind of skirted the edge. Did you see them when they were musical guests on Saturday Night Live back in the day? At least once? Yes. Yeah, that's something, yes. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That was a while ago. I don't remember who the, I don't remember who the, um, I don't remember who the host was on that one, and I usually, I used to watch Saturday Night Live a lot and record it when I could. Um <laughs> So uh, let's see here. So I'm looking for the song. Um, so I decided to uh, do something new, ladies and gentlemen. And I, I just did a couple of them. I just added a soundboard to our show now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Well, that's. And when Dynasty couldn't get it, and I, you know, had to give her the uh, the track. This is exactly what she heard, I guess, but they didn't acknowledge it. But this is what she heard. You're out. <laughs> you're out. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Hey, that's not nice. Um, <laughs> no, I mean it is very hard to. It, it's it's very hard to uh, for me anyway. Probably for for Dynasty as well. I mean, when you're listening. I guess over audio instead of like being in the same room, I guess. Does that make sense? It's harder for me, I think, now to try to pick it up as opposed to when I was listening. I guess I was out of the out of the mix, so to speak. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right, right. Sure, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's like when I was on Strange Times, this is going back a while back, they asked me like what my favorite music was or you know what bands I listened to and... Now I can just name them off the top of my head, like, you know, Godsmack, Thorn, Metallica, you know, any one of those bands. And for the life of me, I couldn't I couldn't think of a single friggin' band or song that day. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Just like just like when uh, they're like, oh, hey, what's your name? And I'm like, uh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I I think of a couple of musical uh, things when I hear "What's Your Name." I think there's a song. I can't, what's your name? Who's your daddy? Da, 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 da. It's an old song. I can't remember. But I think it's uh, "Time of the Season." Maybe it's the time of the season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. And then uh, there's the other one. Is "What's Your Name?" Because, uh, that's a good one. <laughs> what's your name, little girl? What's your name? What's your name? Is that scared? Something like that? Um, yeah. mm. Go ahead and fact check us, Dynasty, since you already did like three times, you told me. Oh, okay. you have to, you know, you're not under any obligation to look things up for us, but I appreciate it. Uh, I will fact check. <laughs> so let's see. It's, I, I, I recognize this part. Uh, I was down at the New Amsterdam, staring at this yellow-haired girl. Mr. Jones strikes up this conversation with this black-haired flamenco dancer. Um, dances by his father, plays guitar. Uh, she's suddenly beautiful. We all want something beautiful. <laughs> I wish I was beautiful. Man, I wish I was beautiful. So come dance. This silence down, down on through the morning. Sha la 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 Let's see, do some of the Spanish dances. Pa- oh, yeah. Pass me a bottle, Mr. Jones. Or something. Start to come. Believe in me. Side dessert. Help me believe in anything. I want to be someone who believes. Three, four. Mr. Jones and me tell each other fairy tales. Stare at the beautiful women. She's 
looking at you, I know she's looking at me, smiling in the bright lights, coming through in stereo, when everybody loves you, you can never be lonely, etc, uh, etc. Et <laughs> so, okay. I think music is, um, is. I think music is a very joyful ex, uh, expression. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, I always encourage Tyson to put various songs on the on the show. You know, uh, throughout the the episode. You know, and uh, and he, and he does music, so it's it's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, actually, I should explain real quick. So the cast me outside. How about that? So what you're hearing is Andy Dick, and he was in the in the studio, and he just started improvising. Now at the time. I had heard the podcast uh, when it first aired, I don't know, back in, um, I think it was January, January, February of, of 2017. I had never heard of the mm-hmm. Cash Me Out How About I'd never heard of this girl. I didn't know what he was referencing. I thought he was just improvising a cool song. And I thought, oh, that's funny. Yeah, that, that's going to be something. And I thought, you know, maybe I'll sample that one day and do something with it. You know, I thought this months ago. Then I Googled it and I was like, oh, this is a thing. Okay. Well, I oh, no, actually that wasn't the. I, I left out a sequence. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So I'd heard it from from him, and then and then like a, like a week later, a couple weeks later, I was I'm involved at, at times in this um, the sketch comedy group that's local here in, in Humboldt County called Waffle Trough, and one of the people we're we're, we're we're working out a scene, and they're like you know working out lighting and costume and stuff, and. Uh, they're they're having the conversations. Younger people, younger than me. I'm I'm 43, so these people are in their 20s. And one of them says, uh, like something, something, something. And one says, "Cash me outside." And then I said, "How about that?" And I'm thinking, "Oh, are, do they also listen to Skull Juice? Do they know what this is?" <laughs> <laughs> but they laugh. You know, they laugh. They're like, "Yeah, that's how he knows the reference." And it's like, well. I mean, in my head, I'm like, I don't know if we know the same reference. I know the words, but I don't know if we get it from the same place. And so anyway, later I finally Googled it, and I'm like, oh, the, oh, uh, oh, this this girl, this this is terrible. I oh, I get what this is now. Oh, that's funny. I mean, not terrible, like you know, like terrible, like we discussed. Not that it's a. Anyway, I was like, well, shoot. Now I got to go back. Now by this time, I don't. I, several episodes of Skull Juice have posted, and I'm like, I don't know which episode this is off of. But I know it can't be anything before when that clip posted, so it's got to be everything since October because they they record months in advance sometimes. So so I had to start listening to them from like I had to listen to like I don't know uh, had to I got to I got to re-listen to the episode of Skull Juice, you know, and like Andy Dick lost his brother Jeff last year, and so I got to listen to those again, and it was sad again. And I say got to, I mean like it was you know it was it's it's like. You know, you're listening to people go through things, and it's like, well, i got to listen to this again because I have to know where this stuff is. And finally I came across it's in episode 22 titled Daddy Pooped in Your Bed uh, from a story that Dino told. And uh, then I just was just went in and I was like, you know, like prey descending. The, down. i got to get these parts of the sound out and figure out what I can use and what I can't use and then, you know, what's not usable because of sonic reasons or whatever because there's somebody talking over a sound or like... Whatever it is, whatever it is, you know, stuff nobody cares about unless they make music. And um, <laughs> um, and then it's finished probably, it took like, I don't know, a few, a, less than a week of solid, like, concentration, like, at the computer and just getting everything put into, you know, its correct spots to try and mold it into what it is now. And it's still really not done. I'll probably add a, a, another two-minute segment to it later or maybe even make it a seven-minute song or something with, like, a maybe even a trap or dubstep breakdown. I don't know. I, it's just... 
uh, I have more ideas for the audio that I took from their show. And by the way, as I was listening to their episodes again, I made sure to take audio from those shows for a future time. So I've already got a backlog of stuff I can draw from for the next remix. Because uh, those who listen to the show may know that I, I remix podcasts. And for some I have been doing this for a while now. I don't know why, but uh, probably because I just enjoy hearing what things sound like. I'm you know, a fan of Burt Kreischer. I've done, mm-hmm. I've done two songs with Burt Kreischer audio. I've done two songs with Todd Glass audio. Um, and uh, now uh, one with Skull Juice audio, specifically of Andy Dick. I was going to do some stuff with Dino Stamatopoulos, but uh, I haven't got to that yet. But I certainly sampled him, and there might be stuff in the future. Now we just have to see if anybody gives a shit, basically, <laughs> about this piece of music. So, <laughs> so yeah. I, you know, I'll probably end up doing something whether they give a shit or not, but... You know, because uh, it's you know, it, it, but it'd be nice to have. It's nice to get feedback, but you know, who knows? I might be dead before I get feedback. It's usually what happens. Hope not, because that would suck. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, I who's you know, I'm not kidding myself. There's you know, it can. It's, <laughs> he's it, like he's not kidding himself. I'm not. There's a there's a very small group of people that, that there no there's a huge group of people that make music and a very small group of people that become known for making music and that we're to the point where another person has heard of them and then says, Hey, have you heard of this person? That's a very small group of people. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, it's, I'm just being realistic. Really? It's, it's okay. I've got, a, I've got a, my body of work is still growing and it could be another 20 years. Who knows? Could be never. Mm-hmm. I have to be okay with that. Like, you know, on some level, mm-hmm. that's okay. That's, you know, it's, it's not defeatist. It's just right, realistic. Right. It is, it is what it is. It's healthy for me to, to understand that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what what you're saying is is like, you know, you you have a podcast. You know, you're you're known on multiple fucking podcasts, um, including like your voice, dude. Like maybe not your face or your name, but your voice has been heard in multiple countries, same as mine. And you're you're making music, so has it. And no, your your platform is is open to the public so you know you're you may not may or may not become famous but you know you got to put it in your mind that you know when you see a girl with big tits they want you to you know sign you know with a magic marker your name on on their tits as an autograph so maybe like if you put that in your mind like you walk into you know you walk into the mcdonald's or the burger king well you don't eat fast food anymore you said neither do i but if you walked into let's say a fast food joint right Mm. and there was a long line you know, you could say, do you know who I bloody am, man? I'm Tyson fucking Sainer, and I, I think I should go to the front of the line, and like, you know, wait, that's, that's British, you're not British. Uh, but anyway, it's funny. <laughs> I, <was gonna> say. <laughs> I think I should be able to go to the fucking line, man, and order my fucking Big Mac. Excuse me, you know who the fuck I am? You listen to the fucking anti fucking social show, man, because I'm Tyson fucking... Okay, maybe, that, maybe I do that, not you, but... What, what, am I Ben Kingsley and Sexy Beast? What's going on? Well, I just turned you British, but I also sh- I also said that you should have it in your mind that you're famous oh. because if you see it, like you can achieve it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see what you're so, saying. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Don't dream it. Be yeah, it. Cause yeah. Because you're talking about how like people make like a you know music and you know very little people make music or people get recognized for making music, and I'm saying like you know you should always have it in your mind that you're just that you're just the you know, and when you walk into the Burger King, you can say, "Well, I'm tossing fucking Cena, man. I fucking go to the fucking front like Davian Dent does from Strange Times." You know, like motherfucker ain't waiting for shit. He walks in and be like, "Excuse me, I'm Davian Dent. 
and I demand to go to the front of the fucking line, man, and order my fucking Big Mac, man. Fucking no, I'm kidding, Davian. You know I love you. I've got nothing but love for you, man, but... <laughs> nothing but love. Nothing but love. Yeah, he's always nothing been, but love for you. He's always, been, uh, he's always been very pleasant to me. We've never spoken... Like in real time, but we've we've uh, we've messaged back and forth, and you know he's, I've, we've been really talking about getting him on the podcast uh, for a long time now, and I hope that we figure out how to do that at some point. Um, it always feels weird talking about future guests with current guests, because <laughs> but it's you know we talk about everything, so I hope I hope that's not taken as a slight. I'm you know it's very nice to have a third person to bounce ideas off. Um, you know, oh, absolutely. <laughs> To be inter- you know, be interactive. Is it? Is this an? Is this going to be a surreal experience when you hear the it error, um, knowing that it's you know, you? Uh, like when I, you when you hear your own I voice guess. coming out of your iPod or whatever you listen to, is it, you know what's that going to be like for you? Do you think? I'm gonna be like, man, I'm pretty awesome. <laughs> well, there you go. Great. May have to sample that. Like, no, I'm but I mean, awesome. yeah. see, there you okay. go. That's that's the type of attitude to have. <laughs> I mean, every like, every week, okay. and I've I've said this to the audience like a thousand times. Um, every week, I'll send Tyson the 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 files that we've recorded. Hopefully, they do record, and I'll send them off to him, and then he will. Uh, take the files, he will edit it, he will add things, subtract things, you know, whatever. And then he'll send me a rendition of the show to listen before he uploads in case it needs to be edited or whatever. So, Mm -hmm. you know, each week I'm like, oh God, how bad did I sound? And it it doesn't sound as bad as my mind like makes it out to be, you know, so it's, it's for the most part, it's, it's pretty fucking awesome. So, well, you know, thank you. Well, clearly, clearly. As a, oh, as a listener, I, I, I love to fucking entertain, man. I'm like a fucking entertainer here. Dynasty, you were saying? I'm a fucking no. comedic genius. No, no, she was saying something. Dynasty, you were saying something? Oh, no, no, no. I was just saying, um, uh, what was I saying? You were listening to Hunter talk. Oh, yeah, you're, you're yeah, saying yeah. as a listener? Hunter talk. Oh, no, I, I was saying, um, Littering and littering and let's see. Okay, mind is back on track. That's why it's in there Good. somewhere. Um, no, I, I, as a listener, I mean, obviously, there's some sort of you know chemistry between you two. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't listen. It would be boring. So there's that. Interesting. And. It, and you were saying, you know, about it being surreal to hear your your own voice, and it, it made me think of that. Like, well, in my mind, anyway, when I'm listening, uh, sometimes I'm to, like saying, "No, no, that's not right, Tyson. That's that's not the correct fact." Or I'm be like, "Hunter, just calm down. Let somebody else talk." <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, so I guess whether I hear myself or not, I mean, I, I'm still awesome. So Bye. there you go. And see, now you're actually on the show. And, you know, because, you know, I do the same thing. If I really love a podcast and, uh, of course, we've discussed my favorite podcasts on the show before, you know, you, you, you get involved. Like you think you're part of the conversation, even though you're not. 
But now you really are part of the conversation, so you actually can tell us that. Correct. 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 Cool. It's got to be an interesting feeling. (laughs) Well, that about does it. For the Antisocial Show, I'm Tyson Saner. And I'm Hunter Block. Be decent to each other. Have a good time, folks. Mm -hmm.